0: Welcome to the Live and Love Podcast, hosted by Jason and Amy Carter. For more information about this podcast, other resources, or booking information, go to liveandloveministries.com. Now, here's Jason and Amy. Hey guys, here we are again with the Live and Love Podcast. This is Jason Carter with my lovely wife, Amy.
1: Hey guys.
0: And this is episode seven Dog or Tick? We're asking a question today. Are you a dog or are you a tick?
1: Is that dog like Georgia dogs?
0: I guess so. Since we're here in Georgia, I guess you got to say it dog or tick, but (laughs) we're asking the question, are you a giver or are you a taker? That's kind of the episode subject today.
1: Yeah. So uh, Jason and I were kind of tossing around ideas about upcoming podcasts and uh, we started talking about how. Sometimes in our lives, you know, you have those people who have that generous giving heart and spirit about them. And then you have other people who just sometimes kind of suck the life out of you, who kind of, you know, always want something, always taking, always, you know, seems like you got to help them with something all the time. And it was just funny as we were talking through it, I said, you know, it's kind of like a dog and a tick. And uh, so that's kind of how we came up with the title for today's podcast and kind of what our thoughts are. And we just kind of made us stop and think about it. Like, what are we more like? Are we a dog or are we a tick? Hopefully this episode will challenge you and make you think a little bit and hopefully um, bring you some encouragement as to how to be more like the dog and less like the tick.
0: Absolutely. So. Really, you know, asking yourself today as you listen to this and we share some examples maybe and just verses and things about life in general and what that looks like from a practical sense, asking yourself, am I a person who gives? Is that the li- Is that my lifestyle? Not just I'm giving at church or, you know, sometimes I, I give something away, but, like, is that the lifestyle that you live? Are you giving, generally speaking, or are you someone that, You know, it's always needing something from someone else. And that's not always stuff. Sometimes that's just you you need to lay all your burdens on people all the time and never really focus on, hey, what's going on in your heart and your life and what do you need?
1: Yeah, we just want to be real clear here. Like, there's nothing wrong with... Asking people for help or needing help in certain seasons. I mean, we all go through times in life where you may feel like a tick, but you're you're not really. Uh, You're just in a, a season of struggle or a season of hurting or a place where you need the help of friends and family. And that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about more people who just continuously take and take and take. And um, just trying to really focus on being people who live out of uh, a spirit of generosity with your time, with your talents, and with your treasures.
0: Yeah, so just to reiterate that point, because you were talking about there, there is a time that you need that. I have a friend who just recently, he's like, man, lately I've... I've really felt like a tick, you know, he said, I've, that's what I felt like. He said, I think most of the time I'm the dog. I don't mind. You know, I love helping people. I love listening to people's problems and counseling, but man, lately I feel like I've been a tick to a lot of people. And it, it was cool just to see he was very aware of that. And he said, and sometimes you need that. Sometimes I need to be that tick. I get that, but it's really hard for me because naturally that's not who I am or who I want to be. And so I think just recognizing that is, is very important, but also recognizing that it's a balance that sometimes you need people in your life that you, you can just lay it all out there with, you can suck a little life out of them because they've got a little extra to give. So, but Amy talked about, you know, what does that look like? What does it mean to be the dog or to be that giver in life? And it's about giving of your time and your treasure and your talent. And, Sometimes when we talk about that and we talk about giving, especially in Christian circles, we just tend to focus on the finances. And one of the things that I think we need to remember is God has given us a whole lot more than just our money and just our finances. I think that's cool. And if we can give that away and we can help other people in that way, you know, that's necessary and that's great. And I think, you know, God has, has given us that commandment in the Bible to, hey, we need to be generous givers, even of our money but he gives us so much more than that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Just our time volunteering and um, helping someone out, you know, taking the time to uh, babysit for someone and not expect anything in return. Um, We had a great time just this past weekend. We had the honor of getting to, to babysit for a couple from our church who doesn't have family in the area and, Uh, doesn't get to go on date nights and so forth and we just said you know let us do this for you like this would bless us and we want to be able to bless you and so just giving of our time giving of our talents also Um, I know once again a lot of people they tend to think of things like oh singing at church or playing an instrument but there's so much more even beyond that, you know, some people are good with you know working with their hands or construction or just. Or they... maybe
0: maybe coming alongside a young couple who needs help financially, and you have a gift to do budgets and to help people along that path, especially a young couple who just who needs some help in that area. I mean, there's a thousand different ways that that can look. Uh, you know, talking about our time, we you know we had did have a great time keeping that baby, and then last night we had an opportunity actually to go eat dinner with another couple young couple that's friends with actually our son and daughter in law and they have a new baby and so you know we just had a good time just hanging out with them and giving them our time but also them inviting us over and giving us a little bit of their time and to be real honest it is giving of our time but I think it's for Amy it's also she gets a baby fix like she (laughs) she gets to play with babies and all that kind of stuff and and maybe I have fun and we get dressed yeah, around yeah. and play too. He
1: likes it too. Don't let him fool you. So,
0: but it does something for your own heart.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, we've all heard that it's more blessed to give than to receive, and and, and that's so true. Though, I mean, I love presents and and surprises and things like that. Just you, to,
0: you like surprises? Well,
1: I don't like. Some surprises I like. Okay. Some I, I, just but. Wanted, I just
0: wanted to clarify. Just wanted to clarify. <laughs>
1: but I do I enjoy getting gifts and, and things like that. Um, I mean, who doesn't? But it's also so important for us to realize that the blessing we get when we give something to someone. And like I said, once again, it doesn't have to be a material thing. It can be an encouraging word. It can be a hug. It can be a smile. It can be a note in the mail that's unexpected. It can be, you know, hey, we want to babysit for you this weekend, or hey, let us bring you dinner, or just a text message. Hey, I was thinking about you this morning, or I prayed for you this morning. Just little things like that can carry such weight for people, and, you know, so it doesn't have to be something necessary materialistic, but the blessing you get out of that, knowing that, hey, maybe something I said or did today made someone else's day a little bit better, I think is just... Priceless. You can't put a price on that of what that does for their spirit, but also what it can do for your spirit. And what I have found is sometimes in my deepest, darkest, most painful moments and days where I'm struggling, if I can get the focus off of me and I can shift it to doing something for someone else, pouring into someone else, ministering to someone else, encouraging someone else in some way, or just trying to meet a need for them. It just blesses me and it changes my perspective from that of my pain and my hurting to trying to be a blessing to someone else and in turn receiving a blessing on my end. That's just like, that's God's economy right there. You know, when do you, when you give it away, it comes back to you.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, I think so many times people think, I don't really, what do I have to give? Like, I don't really have a gift or a talent. Or, and, and I guess my encouragement would be, as I'm sitting here just listening to Amy and just thinking about this whole process, what is it that ministers to your heart? You know, Amy was talking about that. What ministers to my heart when I'm in my tough times? And so I would, I think if we would just ask ourselves, what is it that, that we need sometimes what is it that we need in our time of struggle or just on a daily basis even when we're not having a bad day but that just brightens our day you know when we walk through our job and somebody says or does something what what is that that just brightens our day or that makes us a little more vibrant in in our walk in our step and really just do that. You know, what I mean, I, I think sometimes we make it too complicated. Yes, we have gifts and talents and treasures and all these things that that we can give and that we have. Yet sometimes, as Amy said, it, it's just paying attention, really keeping your eyes open and, and maybe even self-reflecting. Like, what is it that really ministers to me that probably ministers to somebody else's heart as well?
1: Yeah. And just like I said a minute ago, like when you do that for someone else, it's amazing how it will end up blessing you. There's a scripture in the Bible from Luke chapter six, verse 38. And I love this. There used to be an old Ron Cannoli song that we used to sing a lot of times that was this scripture. And so it's just always stuck with me because being a music teacher, you know, I tend to have like millions of song lyrics floating around up in my head and stuff and so every time I read this scripture verse that song starts rolling in my head and there's such power in this but it says give and it will be given to you a good measure pressed down shaken together and running over will be poured into your lap for with the measure you use it will be measured to you that's so powerful like I kind of think about when I hear measure, I think of measuring cups. And so I'm like, okay, am I using, like, the big two-cup measuring cup to pour out blessings on people? Or am I just using, like, the little quarter cup, you know? Because mm. I, want, I want the two-cup blessing, you know what I'm saying, well, I, pour I, it out I, on me. So, like, <laughs> if that's what I want to be measured on me, then that's what I need to be measuring out to others is that big two-cup blessing What a know? great
0: picture this verse! It's a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. And you think about it: when you put something in a bowl, or you put something, you're trying to get as much as you can. What do you do? You press it down, or you shake it all together, right, to get it to sift down to the bottom, so you can get more and more and more in there. So you press down, you shake it together until it gets to the point you can't do it well, anymore. Spilling and it's spilling over, spilling over, and yeah. it says, "Poured into your lap." What a what a beautiful promise that is, that it's as simple as if we'll just give of ourselves, if we'll just love other people and we'll just pour it out, you know, as much as we possibly can until sometimes people are like, okay, okay, that's enough, right? <laughs> God promises that we will be blessed in return. It doesn't mean it'll necessarily look the same, and that's not our motive for doing it. And I think that's important. Amy mentioned that earlier. It's, it's wanting nothing in return. But God honors that kind of heart, a heart that is un- it's unconditional in the way it's done.
1: Yeah, it just uh, makes me think of something recently I mentioned. I'm a teacher, and um, sometimes, you know, teachers have different morning and afternoon responsibilities, and um, sometimes someone's unable to do theirs, and so they'll ask, can someone cover my bus duty or my car rider duty or whatever? And so just about I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, I guess, there was a teacher who was looking for someone to cover for her. And so I volunteered to do that. And so the next day she came to me and she said, okay, so when is your duty? Um, Because I want to pay you back. And I said, you know what? Don't worry about it. And she looked at me and she was like, what? And Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, it's okay. Like, it's fine. I want to bless you that way. And She just was flabbergasted that, I was not expecting her to return the the favor by doing my duty. I just wanted to do that for her um, because usually that's what people do. They'll swap out and that sort of thing. And, and I don't do that every time, <laughs> but like I just felt like she, she was a single mom. She was trying to get her kids to different places, and I thought, you know, that's something I could do, a 25-minute duty in the afternoon to help her out because she hadn't multiple places to be with multiple kids. She's a single mom. Like, But when she found out that I wasn't expect, expecting her to return the favor, it just blew her away. And that's just an example. And I, don't, I don't, certainly don't share that to kind of toot my horn or anything like that. I just want to give you like a real-life example of ways that you can do that, live generously, and give to people in such a way that can be a blessing.
0: Yeah, so we live in this world that's just so transactional. Like everything is transactional. I'll do for you because you did for me. Or I'll only treat you a certain way if you treat me a certain way, right? And so what if we started creating environments? What if we started changing the atmosphere in the places that we live? Our I homes and, and our work and our churches and just at the grocery store or whatever it is that you do, whatever, you know, at the gym, you name your place, you know, there's a thousand places that we go to all the time. And what if we just, because of how we lived, we just changed our mindset, like, because really we're supposed to live that way because it's the way Jesus lived and he changed the the atmosphere everywhere he went mm-hmm. because he wasn't transactional. He was doing nothing for a response he was doing nothing so somebody would give him something in return he was doing it simply because it's what his father told him to do like this is who you're supposed to be give to people love love people and just like the verse says right press down shaking together running over it makes me think of that ultimate moment when he's washing his disciples feet he's literally serving them He's doing, it's a service in that day and age. That's what that was. Usually a servant did that literally a servant or a slave in the home, but Jesus chose to wash their nasty feet. And we're talking hours before he's going to give his life. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I just think of that. I'm like, wow, what if our environments look like that? What would change about the atmosphere and in, in our workplace if we just begun to do small things, you know, I'll cover your duty and no, I don't, I don't need you to repay me every time or I'll cover your class because you know what? I heard that your daughter was sick. Why don't you go home early today? I'll cover your last block, you know, or whatever I'm using school terminology because that's what we do, but, but it translates everywhere. And I just think that's who we're called to be are people that give away who we are give away our time, give away our treasure, give away our talent, For nothing in return, because let's be honest, you can't take it with you. That's true. You can't take it with you. It's going to be here. And not to mention, you know, the whole title of the episode is Dog or Tick. And I mean, dogs are a man's best friend, so... That's what I want and to be.
1: Ticks are just nasty. They
0: are nasty. They are just like <laughs> their legs are like carrying disease and all yeah, kinds of. Yeah, they just of, they're just yeah. always their legs are always like moving and stuff, and I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, not not so much.
1: It's funny you mentioned um, Jesus washing the disciples' feet, but the story that comes to me when I think about you know giving generously is is the woman who came and poured out her perfume on Jesus's feet. Just how the the Pharisees were like. You know, what is she doing? And well, even Judas. Yeah, what like this could pay for so much. and But it was an act of service, a beautiful act of this is what I have to offer. And I want to just pour it out unselfishly. I want to break the container that it's in so that I can use all of it up to serve and bless my Lord. Wow, what a, what just a beautiful picture of her bringing what she had to offer, breaking it open and pouring it completely out.
0: And is it going to look crazy to other people? Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, probably. And that's okay because we're called to be set apart, right? Right. If we blend in and look the same as everybody else, it's not who really who we're called to be.
1: Well, and her heart was pure. Her motives were pure. She wasn't coming saying, oh, I'll do this and maybe he'll give me this or he'll do this for me or, you know, she just wanted to serve him and bless him. And so we challenge you to let that be your heart. Search your heart and ask yourself, am I giving That way? Am I giving unselfishly? Am I giving without expecting something in return? Am I living generously?
0: Or even just looking for opportunities every day?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So we want to challenge you this week as you finish out your week. For us right now, recording this, it is a Monday night, and there's the rest of the week to go be a giver, be the dog for somebody this week, be man's best friend. And we challenge you, just look for opportunities and we would love for you not to blow you up or to brag about you, but we would love for you to share a story maybe of how God moved in one of those situations. If if that happens this week, that's just really cool that you would not expect because what I think happens is many times when we take advantage of those opportunities, it's sometimes a divine appointment. There's more going on there mm-hmm. and we'll find that that person needed that that day, that moment, And many times you being prompted to do whatever it is you do is really the Holy Spirit saying this person needs this today. You just never know. So share those with us. We'd love to hear that. That would be a really cool episode maybe later to be able to come back and share. Hey, we want to share some examples of things, you know, so if you have that, let us know. So we want you to share this uh, with other people. We want you to go subscribe and uh, so you don't miss an episode ever. And we want you to go follow us on Facebook and Instagram and all those wonderful things.
1: I feel like we should play Who Let the Dogs Out for the end of this episode. Who
0: Let the Dogs Out?
1: Who? 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 Who
0: Let the Dogs Out? (laughs) Yeah. We don't have to play it. We can do it.
1: So go be a dog the rest of this week and have a great week, guys. And until next time, live well and love well.
0: You've been listening to the Live and Love Podcast hosted by Jason and Amy Carter. For more information about this podcast, other resources, or
1: booking information, go to liveandloveministries.com.